Beth, where do uh, witches turn to do all their research? Good Lord. Where do witches uh, turn to do all their research, Jock? Wikipedia. Yeah, great. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Okay, so this no now now this this isn't failed racism or microaggression or anything like that. It's just a, it's, it's su- just it's successful a joke. racism, right? It's successful, it's successful racism. racism. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a ninja? With an octopus. Oh my god! What do you get when you cross a ninja with an octopus? Disappearing ink. <sighs> because ninjas just kind of disappear and octopi, octopi, octopus have have like ink. So, uh, so there you have it. Anyways, you you look. Yeah. You had a few weeks off from from the awful jokes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, I just wanted to, you know, remind you, you made a How very bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> you made a bad decision. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let's get right into it. Uh, Biff, what's your favorite Jimmy Conn movie? Ah, uh, ooh. I mean, you know, you got, so definitely, you know, The Godfather uh, is, you know, is a big one, right? You know, he's sunny and Godfather is obviously huge. And then, you know, Misery is also pretty amazing. <sighs> so. I think those. I think those are the two that kind of come to mind first. But you know, um, he did a lot of stuff. You know, <laughs> like Rollerball. I remember Rollerball. Well, what I I re- I literally am in one of the rare rare people who remember Rollerball vividly because we saw that maybe six or seven times one summer yeah. it, the first part of the summer it was a feature movie at the drive-in you know near our house and then the second half of the summer it was like the second feature or the first feature that went on you know the it's kind right, of right. dusk let's right, show right. the first so honestly there was one summer i must have seen it like eight times dude that was yeah. great no i'm going with elf i'm well, going yeah. you, you know uh obviously you know probably my Second favorite Christmas movie, uh, the the making of uh, yeah after Goonies, after Goonies of course. No, after Goonies after after Gremlins. Yes. Uh, No, I was going with uh, with Batman '98 when you know it was around Christmas. No, but seriously, um, that's not a Christmas movie. If you see the movies that made us the the documentary series on Netflix, they do a making of Elf, and the whole story with how they got Jimmy Khan and how Jimmy Khan was on set. It's just, it's just yeah. delicious. But we're talking about it because you know we lost Jimmy Ka last week and um, it, yesterday, right? Like, or whatever. Well, a couple of days ago, whatever. And he uh, eighty-two. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. Um, my, but my favorite all-time thing is Conan got him and Abe Fergoda back together. Like, I, I, okay. I, I don't know if it was on the LA show, but I think it was back when when Conan was still in New York. Right. Right. And they had them redo that scene. <laughs> and and Avagoda is buying time. It's like, well, can we go to lunch first, Sonny? <laughs> yeah, I could eat. And then they're five or six minutes of haggling about what restaurant to go to, <laughs> you know, before Avagoda's character gets in the car and uh, meets his demise. You know, it was just business, Sonny. Yeah. It wasn't personal. Um, so, yeah, so that, you know, just another, you know, another piece of, you know, classic Hollywood, yeah, like, Icona, just yeah. gone. Um, 
before I start, I'm going to give a big shout out because we got an awful, awful to get to. But I want to start <laughs> with a couple positive things. Uh, friend of the podcast way back. I mean, when Joe and I started this really early on, our friend uh, Tracy, who's a clown and I'm not talking about her personality, although she is, uh, but she's a party clown and she goes by the name Funbag. She's a theater teacher. She's she's an early childhood, you know, special educator. She's awesome. She has for the last couple of years taught at this Islamic school uh, nearby, a middle school, and fought tooth and nail to put on a play. They had never done a play before and was given no budget no support from the administration. Uh, she sunk all the money into it herself. You know, she spent a lot of money. She made the props herself. She made the costumes. Uh, she brought a bunch of the kids because he did Willy Wonka Jr. And it's the same play that my son's school did a few months back. And those kids had never been to a play. Right, and, the, right. and, and my kids' school, they really, they've had this drama program for 20 years. Uh, they have a great lighting system, a great sound system. They always have an amazing crew from the high school who were former students at the school who come back to help, you know, do all the, the, the um, gosh, I should know the term, but they're the ones that move the props on and off the stage. And they all dress like black head to toe. So it's kind of seamless, you know, it's not it, the grips, right? I don't know. What yeah. Are. Grips. But they, I don't know. What they they, are. They, they, so when, when my kid's school does a play, they have, Great. I mean, great backdrops and great props. And, you know, I mean, it's still a high school, junior high play, but this is the one school in town, not the other schools do it. So he's very lucky as far as that goes. She brought some kids. They, they <coughs> essentially saw Hamilton on Broadway with Lin-Manuel, you know, and the original cast. I mean, they were so blown away. Flash forward a few months later, they're putting on their play and it's outside. It's under a couple pop tents. Uh, the props that they have were homemade by, you know, our friend Tracy. Um, yeah. They didn't have the re the regular music, like the karaoke version. So the kids kind of had to sing over. Uh, when they started the production, there was only one mic to pass between the kids. They didn't have oh, the lavalier mics. Right, Dude, right. I mean, just before the play started, they had originally set up the, the chairs for like first, second graders. So, you you know, here I'm a 230 pound guy sitting on like a first grade, you know, and then the truck showed up late with the regular chairs. It was a cluster. Um, everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Technical problems, audio problems. Right, right, right. Not right. one of them to talk, to talk with his pocket. All of that said, <laughs> all of that said, I'm sitting there. And I'm watching these kids yeah. so nervous, never done anything. And just, you could, you could, it was palpable how, how, how off they were and how nervous they were. And at, at the same time, like I said, there was no real support from the administration. And then it just started to flow. And these kids had the absolute time of their lives. Their parents were just welling up in tears the same way I am when my little guy comes on stage, you know, with great props right. and costumes and the lights, right, you don't right. need any of that. And, and what my friend Tracy was able to cobble together, she gave these kids something so special that for yep. decades, you will be talking about their yep. parents 
uh, you know, they were barely done filming their son or daughter scene and they're posting it and they're sending out and you can just see them swelling up with pride. And it was just so magical. It really was. It's, you know, the kids got lost in it. Like, like they, they got over the nervousness after the first few minutes and it flowed and they involved so many people, you know, who wanted to be part of it. It was such a welcoming thing. You know, my, my friend Tracy has a couple nephews who do not go to the school there, who she has do other theater things with her. And she, you know, brought them into the fold as Oompa Loompa is one of them. One of these, ki- one of these kids I've, has been to our house a dozen times in the last year. I didn't recognize him, but I, I'm with my little guys. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at that kid. He was dressed as an Oompa Loompa. And I said to my one of my sons, I'm like, I would love to take a picture and send that to Mama. But, you know, it's a little creepy to take pictures of other people's kids. You just sure. don't. Yeah. You just don't. You know, and then Um, uh, unless you could get your kid in there, you want to get a picture of your kid that happens to be with the other kid. Right. Yeah. And if you're working that hard, you got to be on a watch list. But uh, but then my little my little guy's like, oh, no, that's Cordy. I'm like, that's Cordy. Oh, he looks so amazing. And I'm like, and Cordy's my friend Tracy's nephew. And she's like, you know, so I'm like taking pictures of him and sending it to her and my my wife. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at Cordy. He looks so great. It was it was such a special moment that she pulled off. She got some support from like the students and students, parents and stuff like that. Um, and it's funny because, she, she, you know, her contractor's up, uh, she's leaving this and, and people were very sad. She was leaving. And then they saw what she really brought to the table and the outpouring of, you can't possibly leave. Please don't, you know, it's like, it's, it's like one of those things. It's like, I promise I won't cheat on you again. If you, you know what I mean? Uh, like it was one, once you're out the door. Uh, but honestly, you don't need props. You don't need, you know, great sound and lighting. You just need a love of this. And it was so special what she pulled off <clears> and, <throat> and what she did for those families and for those kids. Honestly, it, it, she's an amazing person. I Before we get into yeah. awfulness, I wanted to take a couple seconds and give a big shout out to our friend, uh, Tracy Funbags, a clown, who we should have back on. It's like, if, if, I, if I go back and repost that, Oh my God, is she right? She's just one of the funniest, yeah. sweetest people we know. But uh, you know, and, and just in general, right? I mean, it, it's. I think it's really, you know, great that you know there's a certain, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that think that you know people from other places have to, you know, acclimate and all that stuff. But at the same time, you know, when you know when they're able to do stuff that's kind of like normal stuff that kids do, kind of a thing, right? I mean, I think those little things. I, I, I think. You know, I think they do go a long way, you know, so good, you know, obviously great for her and, and you know, super great for the kids, right? I, I'm so happy. So yeah. we haven't done a podcast in a bit. I've done so much traveling. You've been doing some traveling. I don't even think we've talked about uh, my trip to Chicago. No. Yeah. That was, so, yeah. So I can, you know, it's, it's just so many moving pieces. I came out there. You know, the wife went to Ibiza in May and she wasn't home, I don't think, a day or two days. And then me and my oldest guy had our trip to L.A. So, you know, we could have the uh, triumphant return to John Taylor Fertilizer Incorporated LLC (laughs) franchise. Whatever it is. Yeah. You know, go out to Phoenix and, you know, proud showing, you know, proud showing. We, We really showed up. I mean, <laughs> we put on gear and we showed up. Showed up. <laughs> and, hey, we uh, were at all games that was scheduled. We were. 
You know, we were. We you know, all players attended the game. You know, we, we were a hundred for a hundred. No, yeah. yep. it, it was great. Uh, maybe not sober everybody, but hey, they were there. Uh, and then there was past players there in spirit, but that was great. As soon as I got back from that, uh-huh. it was only a matter of days. And then the wife had to go to Chicago for three weeks of work with her work family. Um, we we just have so many wonderful people in our lives who really, this is a, the family that my wife is now working for understand, oh, this woman also has a family. You know, this woman also has a husband and kids and feelings and <clears throat> a schedule and a life. And so when I called her and I said, hey, on the down low, I want to drive out there with our boys, you know, management has a yep. birthday next week. And she's like, what day do you want? The, <laughs> do you want that day after? And she just worked so hard to that's, make it happen. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, the boys and I, you know, we, we just, I threw them in the car at like four in the morning. And uh, it's funny because the route goes through Buffalo and it's always surreal for me to be back in Buffalo because my dad and, 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 and Richie Dunn and, and just having spent so much time there in the summers. And it's, it's a special place. Uh, and the option to go through Niagara Falls, it's about the same distance in the time, you know, uh, to go through. And I'm like, oh, it's, it, it, dude, it's early. I mean, I timed it out. I, I'm sorry. I left at like 9, 10. So I pull over around 2, 3 in the morning, get a couple hours of sleep. And like 5.36, I'm like, you know what? Let's try to, let's go to the falls. And just as I get to the gate, and it was like a zombie apocalypse movie, there was nobody going, nobody going over the bridge one way or the other. It was a weird kind of, because it was a weekend thing. So it wasn't trucks going back and forth, delivering shit. It was like, you know, a, a, a random like Saturday morning. And just when I got up, getting up to the, the gate, I'm like, with our passports and the vaccination cards out, I'm like, oh, fuck. I decided to bring the dogs. And I'm like, I don't have any of the dog's paperwork. <laughs> You know, they didn't say a gosh darn thing. They, they were like, either he didn't notice or didn't say anything. And it was fun. We, 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 everything was closed. So I was able to double park right in front of like the touristy or the touristy. This is the perfect place to take the picture spot. You know, took the pictures of the boys. Um, it really upset. See, this is the kind of guy I am. I go way out of my way to drive my sons across the country to see their mom, to surprise my wife, but I'm going to do things that deliberately irritate her along the way. And when, when my oldest guy and I went out to LA, it was by accident. Like he grabbed my, you know, I I have two golden girl t-shirts and he grabbed one by mistake and he put it on and we left the house in matching shirts. It, It made her laugh and horrified her at the same time. Which, you know, she she knew better to not let me know it was going to annoy her. So I I have both the little guys wear the matching Golden Girl shirts, a Hawaiian shirt, much like the one that you have on over it, you know, and uh, and took a bunch of pictures with her dogs at the falls, got back in the car, uh, drove back. It it was great. So we get out there, Chicago, as, as you know, it's, you know, depending on when you're there, it can be awful. Bitter, bitter cold. It can be yep. humid. Like it can be worse than like Orlando in August, kind of 
sweltering. Why do humans well, I don't know live if it's here? That, if it gets quite that bad. Oh, it does. But, but I we mean, hit, I mean, have you been to Orlando in August? I have. I sadly have. But we uh we hit a window, dude. Um, you know, it's where they shoot the Batman movies because the architecture is so gothic. It really is. And we took an amazing on her birthday. We took an amazing. Uh, 90 minute architecture tour via the boat, the, the river. Boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, if it was four hours long, I would have been complaining it wasn't long enough. It yeah. was, it was great. It was great. It, the weather was perfect. We were there for a week. She had no idea. We get to the the mom, the family she's working for is staying with the mom's sister. And you know, I'm texting with the mom and she meets me outside and she t- she calls Ellen and says, Hey there's a package out here. Can you help me bring it in? So when she came up from, you know, the kids downstairs, no idea that, that her sons and her dogs and, you know, her current husband would yeah. be standing there waiting for her. So, um, so that was any, great. By the way, did you see any parrots? Any parrots? You know, I, it's funny. Cause you had said that <laughs> you had texted that and I'm like, what? And then my wife asked her boss about it. So why, why don't you talk a little bit about the parents wow. of Chicago? Well, so I actually had a, that, I mean, probably maybe 10 years ago, I had a, uh, like a six month project uh, in Chicago and every day we stayed in a, a downtown hotel and then we took a cab and there's that road that goes right next to those museums. Right. And on one side is a museum, and then on the other side is this park. And one day, you know, you know, whatever early morning, I'm just like looking out the window, and I, I, I look at it, and I swear, that's a bird, and that's green, and that's a parrot, and I'm thinking that's insanity. And it, you know, it was like January, there was snow on the ground, so I said, well, this, this is insane. So immediately, as I got to the office, I looked up, you know, parrots, you know, you know, Chicago name of the park. And it turns out that this, I, it's actually, I think maybe technically a parakeet, but this, you know, this flock has basically settled and established itself. And just like in, obviously you lived in Pasadena where there's, you know, major flocks of these, you know, parrots, same kind of thing, except in Chicago. And the funny thing is, is that I talked to some coworkers and I have this, I was telling this guy about it and he goes, wait a minute, I am a life, I mean, I don't live there now, but I'm a lifetime Chicagoite. I was, you know, I was, I lived there for, you know, 40 years of my life. How come I've never heard of this? I, I know I'm going to check it up myself to make sure you're not making this up. And sure enough, he looked it up and said, Oh my God, I had no idea. You know, like apparently like for whatever reason, I would have thought that that kind of craziness would be known, but apparently it's not that well known. Um, you know, it, we, it, we, we saw a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to sidebar tell, I, I I'm yeah. debating as I'm saying it, I'm debating. It's like, I have the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other saying, don't tell this story, Jacques. Don't tell this story. I'm going to tell it. Uh, Joe and I, I want to say it's 98, 97, 98. And where I had driven the Southern route home. I moved out to LA. I had a college girlfriend, still great friends with her. Um, great friends with her family. She's just, just one of the most wonderful people, persons ever. And things didn't, work out a couple years after we got there and it was one of those i think she missed her family you know it was a no bad guy situation right 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 it was a not but you know we were together like seven plus years and you know college thing it was tough so we decided you know uh let's kind of take a break type thing and she had like a two-month hiatus we we had two dogs together uh fun fact one of my two dogs uh 
that lasted 18 years named Grayson. <laughs> so, so, uh, so you yes. You named your son after a dog? I did. I 100 I named Grayson the dog after Nightwing. I named Grayson my son after that dog. Anyways, so, you know, so then, you know, I have a couple months hiatus because we both He's worked on TV shows. We both worked on TV shows and you would have two months off. So we're like, okay, we'll have four months off. The day she was flying in, like I had a friend from Boston a couple of days fly out and we drove kind of the Southern route home, to, you know, home, came back to Boston right. and I was going to be here for a month and then drive back to LA. While I'm in Boston, local grocery store, I run into a really great friend from high school, mom. And uh, I dated the girl for a short time after high school, when we went to the same community college for a while, this, this girl just, amazing like the hardest working person ever she had she ran like this hotel this local hotel like did like the the overnight manager while she was still in high school you mean just wow had her shit together from jump street just brutal how how together she was and her mom's like and i'm you know oh i'm doing this and blah 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 i'm going to detroit to see my friend mike and then i'm going to go through chicago see my cousin mary and then we're going to go oh if you're going to chicago she's in chicago you gotta stop and say hi so this is pre this is pre i think it's pre cell phone i mean i might have i was working on touch by an angel i might have had a cell phone or maybe just a beeper at that point and um and so whatever you know community (sighs) no email a couple phone and but her job was like 80 percent travel so it was 50 it was i was going to say 50 50 it 20 percent chance she was going to even be in Chicago. She was. Right, right. I haven't seen her in a decade at this uh-huh. point. She lives on the third or fourth floor of this apartment building. And, you know, and and and, and I, you know, I look, I was just me being me. And it's like I put on like the bathing suit Hawaiian shirt, put like sunblock on my nose. We show up at like 11 o'clock at night and I knock on the door and she opens. I'm like, hey, can you tell me where the pool is? She falls down laughing, you know, and it was like <laughs> it, it, it was like you know how you regress when you see somebody you haven't seen in a while and you just fall right into right, whatever. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were going to be there for just two days. Um, I think it was about a week later. <laughs> yeah. I, the trip went very well. Um, uh-huh. It went it went incredibly well. And, you know, because Joe and I didn't really have a timeline. And right, right, right. So, so this person is is an executive on the higher end side at the Swiss hotel in Chicago. I did not understand how the world worked, Biff. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know what a concierge was, let alone the concierge run a town. Like, like, like a concierge is one step above a mayor. You know, it, you know but I did, I did find out that concierge is a relatively modern thing because uh, I saw an article on the world's first concierge. Which means that, like the, the guy's like eighty-five years old. That's how old the concierge industry is, and it's, so it's pretty amazing how quickly they kind of start to dominate these big cities, right? But go on, and, yeah. And, and so the Swiss Hotel, it's right on that street that, like, where the pier is, overlooks everything. It's gorgeous. It, you know, they pointed out on the tour the architecture of it is very unique. Uh, and and so what her job was, there's like. Four Swiss hotel properties in the U.S. is one in Boston, right. the Drake Hotel in New York, I think one in Atlanta and Chicago. But she would have to go to all of them around. Like much, you know, you know the people right. who have these jobs. Right. She right. would have to go to 
she would go away like three or four weeks in a row and do a week at each hotel doing training and then come back to Chicago. So she makes the absolute hands down most galactic worst mistake in her life. And she, (laughs) she falls for me and she's like, you know, she's like move here. And oh, dude, it was so tempting. It was just, you know, everything about that trip there, Timed out perfectly. You know, you know, Joe and I went to a White Sox game, went to you know a Cubby game. We did, you know, all the sky, you know, all the cools. It, dude, it was a magic time. She is just such a fun, great girl. Um, it worked out. I said no. I'm working on this TV show. This is really what I want to do. Blah blah blah. And then she basically tells her company, "It's like, yeah, I'm leaving." You know, and they're and they're like, "Hold on." Look, you're only here once a month, once one week a month. We'll let you work out of a home office. Okay. And, and she calls and she's like, yeah, they're going to let me do this. I'm going to move to L.A. And I'm like, great. Worst mistake of her life. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm now in my mid 50s, two kids, and I don't have any of my shit together now, as you know, back then. Like, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm less than like a month out of a seven eight year relationship right. you know what i mean it, it was impulsive it was whirlwind it didn't work out and it didn't work out because i i i was just not in uh i i ended up playing hockey with this group on friday nights oh, and, and there were there yeah. was a, there was another player there who who came from like i think it was like montana who i ended up becoming friends oh, with yeah. and kind of kind of threw a yeah. wrench into this dude I will never stop feeling awful about it. It's, it's the douchiest thing. Anyways, I tell you this because right where we got on the tour, where we, you know, we drive in, we park, um, we had a nice lunch, but we have a couple hours to kill before, you know, this tour. And Ellen's like, Oh, a mile away. There's this art installation called sky cloud or whatever, but everybody calls it the bean. It's called okay. the Bean in Chicago. If you look it up, it's awesome. Okay. Uh, hey, let's walk up there. So we walk down parallel the river for maybe a half mile. You go up these two flights of steps underneath the raised like subway line right. and stuff, and you come out. and I'm staring. I'm looking right at the Swiss Hotel, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this is where it all started. And it just the wave of all the great stuff came back, and the wave of you really fucked this person over you you will burn for an eternity for this uh and like i said you know she couldn't have made a worse worse trip but it's funny so it became the you know every time we we walked past or drove past it like the rest of the week you know management would just point at it look at me shake her head and just you know uh, anyway so I told that story. I put it out there. I'm the worst person go. on the planet. And I, I it, you know, dude, literally randomly, I think we're like five, six, seven, eight years ago. I ended up, you know, I, I'm not on any of the socials. I, you know, I'm not on Facebook. I don't look up old friends from high school. You know, I'm not interested. I wish yeah. everybody the best, but, uh, but I, I, I think I looked her up on, on LinkedIn and I just wrote an apology. I'm like, look, <laughs> I know this means nothing and it's a long time coming, but I was completely the worst person in the world. No one has any wronged anybody worse than this. You know, I'm hoping everything works out for you. You deserve a great life, but I true. I mean, I literally still carry it around with me. Like periodically I think, how, 
how how did you do that? <laughs> you know, to just a super nice person. Why didn't you just decide? You know, why didn't you have the balls to say, you know what, this let let's let's take a beat because I'm coming off of this thing. I'm doing this anyway. I'm the worst person. And I don't think anyone listening to this will disagree. So, uh, so well, but, I mean, they they will, but you know, the the the, the list that comes after you is like, oh boy, <laughs> right? Uh, so you know what, Biff, uh, completely changing gears. Yeah, um, I watched, and, and I say this with pride. Yeah. I watched nine Nicolas Cage movies in one night last week. Can I name nine Nicolas Cage movies? Dude, I, probably, I probably can. I probably you can't. Can. You can't name one movie I saw. I guarantee you can't name one movie. I. It was you all these. Ra- Wait. So you didn't see Raising Arizona? Oh, dude, that's. If you want to play this game, get the script, say a line, and I will tell you the line that came before and after it. No, it's no, no, one I'm of my saying, favorite movies. Okay. Nope. Well, no, no. So that's not one of the ones you. It watched, was all these. Saying. It was all these. What would have been straight to video movies? Oh, I see. Oh, that, that, that were made for Hulu or made for Shutter or or. Oh. or we're not made for, but and and each and every, so what I would do, I would watch the trailer. I would watch. So I will say this. I will say this. So I was super confused because on the rundown you put a Nick Cave, and Nick Cave is a musician, and I Nick said Cave in the Egyptians, and I'm thinking he did movies, and I was kind of confused. I didn't have time to Google this. Sorry, I apologize. It's no, me. no, no. So now it all makes sense. So so I would watch the trailer. Watch the first five, 10 minutes of the movie, watch okay. the last 20 minutes. Okay. So each movie took me about 30, 35 minutes. Okay. I will say all of them were pretty decent. All of them, if you watch the trailer, you 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 got exactly there was no M. Night Shyamalan twist right, in right, any right, of right, these right, things. Yeah. How right. you thought each movie was going, if you were going to play a drinking game or a betting game. Like, this is how it's going to end. Uh, not all of them were happy Hollywood endings. Like, some of them were like, oh, I feel stuffed now. You know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, the yeah. bad guy didn't get his comeuppance. Or, oh, these, these people didn't get the fortune that they had coming to them. And I would, I would look at, you know, uh, Wikipedia, not to be confused with Wikipedia. Uh, and, and some of these movies were like, Five million dollar budgets, you know, right. four million dollar budgets, like that. You know, he got half of the budget. <laughs> right, right. I'm right. serious. You know that he got half of it, and and it was one of those things where you watch a movie and it's like, oh, you might want to watch this next. And I'm like, you know what? I do want to watch this next. Did I watch nine of them? And you know, <laughs> thinking about it, as you mentioned it, you know, like what's a recent movie that he's done that's you know, like. You know, that's something. And I, you know what? I don't know what that is. Did you see Kick-Ass 2? I did not. It's but is, is that but fucking great. That's, that's it's, like six that's years That's 10 old, years right? old, yeah. 10 years old, God. So there, there's a new movie that we've been wanting to watch By all way, Chloe summer. Grace, uh, Chloe Grace Moritz, is that her name? Who's... Uh, the, the, isn't that, that the, 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 you know, she was the little girl at the time, no longer a little girl, but oh, right, Chloe, right. I think Chloe Grace Morris, I think it's is her name. Uh, huge Islanders fan. Uh, I, I will never, like, you know, I will never not feel robbed that, you know, uh, they didn't do a kick ass three. And, yeah. and, and it was one of those pissing contests over who owned the rights to it oh, type thing that dragged on to the point where they lost. The be- anyways, it yep. kick it, but there's a new Nicolas Cage movie 
where, where he plays himself. Okay. And, and, and uh, Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, is this rich guy on an island who gives him a million dollars to spend the weekend with him. He's like a super fan. Right. And, and Nick Cage playing Nick Cage like desperately needs some money because he's made a lot of bad business decisions, which parallels his real life, flies down to spend the week with them. And it becomes his bromance, you know, uh, I forget what it's called. It, it's in the theaters now. Um, okay. It looks awesome, but it's one of those things that <sighs> management and I really want to see it together. But, you know, we're, we're not even in the same continent right now. <laughs> you know, she's she's uh, and, and phase right. three of the Duran Duran tour. She's <sighs> over in London yeah. right now. But uh, but yeah, I, you know, and again, oh, fun bags was over the other day and just sitting there and she was talking to management and I want to watch something, but I didn't want to start something new or something management. And I watched it together. So I'm like, I threw on episode one season, one of Ted Lasso, uh, five and a half hours later, fun back left after watching the entire first season with us. <laughs> you know? There you go. And she kept being like, I got to go, but one more episode. So, you know, they said it couldn't be done before. Did they say it shouldn't be done? I can't remember, but mm-hmm. e- either, either way, that's how I, well, how are you spending your time of trying to avoid the awful? Uh, uh, well, you know, yeah, just watching a lot of stupid stuff on YouTube. And, you know, of course, I did go to a concert last Friday. So that, that, kind, that kind of stuff helped. And who did we see? Uh, we saw uh, Nemophila, the, um, you know, all-female kind of a thrash metal Japanese all-girl band. Fantastic band. I mean, just technically, it's a super proficient band. It's, yeah, they're like, yeah. Two guitarists. Was that? A two guitarist band. Two guitarists, how, yeah. How, how big? How big? Is a keyboard, a five piece, six piece. It's, it's, yeah, it's a it's a it's a five piece, twin guitars, you know, vocals, bass, and drums. Uh, the the drummer is just this tiny chick. She's probably like five foot three, and it's like sounds like uh, you know drums coming out of Slayer, but five three chick. A double bass pedal, or does she have the uh, double oh, that, bass drums? Oh yeah, it's the double the kick pedal. The, you know, she uses that that kick pedal thing, right? So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Any, any opening so act of, that you? No, that you... yeah. So that was what's was great about it. So, so the they actually put it together real fast. I want to say, I heard about it maybe three weeks before the show, and it was on a July the first, which I thought was okay, a holiday weekend, Friday, interesting night to pick, and then um, and they picked a whiskey, which is a tiny venue. I think they're. I mean, whiskey is like what, five hundred people probably, right? And the tickets were 15 bucks, super cheap. And but what they were doing is that um, they're going to uh, they so we, they film the entire show. They're gonna uh, stream the entire show in about a week. Uh, in uh, and so the the price for watching the streamed version is like you know 35 dollars Japanese. <laughs> Japanese. So more than double to not see them live, right? And but what they did was as a teaser, they uh, showed like the first two songs of the concert uh, live on YouTube streaming. And so by doing that, that meant that, oh, I know exactly when they're coming on because they said that they're going to start this live stream, you know, at you know basically 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So I was out of there before 930. It's like, oh, what a win. Win, like, win, that? win. You know? Crazy. I've never been out of, you know, so aside from the times where, um, you know, I ha- I've, I've had friends who essentially did the, you know, I'm going to be a star thing and help them out or sought, went to see them or whatever. Right. I, I, except for those gigs, 
never been out of the whiskey so freaking early. So Dude, that's great. Yeah. So, um, I, okay. You know, I may I may have caught a disease or, or you know being the you know the state of things being what it is. Who knows? But you know, I'm just putting my faith in my boosters. Thank you very much. Um. All right. So uh, yeah. uh, enough with the world doesn't suck. We're going to get into the world sucks. So, oh my god, we got a um, we got a, a list. A Where week, are we starting? A week after we left Chicago, uh, and management came back. It was like. Gosh, it was like two or three days after. Yeah, no, she came back on January, uh, July second. Right, she came yeah. back on July second. Two days later, right. that that shooting happened essentially in the town that we were. That's where yeah. her. And and I put on the rundown. And and I'm not being funny. I'm not making light. I this is a serious question. Because my my wife's boss is friends with one of the victims. It made me think, it's like, how far away are we from having one degree of separation with, with, with somebody involved in that? You know what I mean? It's like, right. there's so, they happen so much. It's like, you know, no, I haven't been to Buffalo in many years. And then I just drove through that. And you know what I mean? But as soon right. as I heard like tops, I'm like, that's a Ralph's of Buffalo. You know what right, I mean? Right. It's like, yep. and it's like, yeah, I don't live there. It's not close to home, but, and this is Chicago and it's not close to home in Texas, but Honestly, this woman uh, goes to the same synagogue that my my wife's boss's entire family tree goes. She's an events planner. And between my wife's brother and my wife's boss's brother and sister, there's five kids who have had um, uh, bar mitzvahs in the last like six or seven years. They're all in that age. This woman was the party planner of four of the five of them. One one of them having just been in May. You know, so yeah, the dope. whole family has a relationship with this woman and it, it's like, you know, we got more gun stuff to talk to. But again, you know, the story, the story in the picture of a, of a two year old kid, you know, found <sighs> covered in his right. parents. blood, And then you have a piece of shit like Marjorie well, because, Taylor Greene yeah. saying it's, it's a false flag. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, when the dad basically gives up his life to shield his two year old. Right. I mean, you know. That's that's I mean yeah that thing I mean so much of that is just heart wrenching you know and the whole thing that, of, oh the, I don't that eighty year old boy who got shot in the chest and went I guess through and that severed his spinal cord and it's like, it's like uh, an old guy in a wheelchair was like hit like seven or eight times something yeah. like that and and again it's the same thing it's like it's not the guns it's a mental health issue oh you know uh, and the parents you know and it's true it's like I guess it, within the last year. Or a year ago or two years ago, the kid threatened to kill his whole family and kill himself. The family called the police. The family felt the need. Hey, we're going to take this serious. The cops come. And I don't want to just make up a number, but it was like a dozen swords and knives. He confiscated from the kid. Right. You know. Uh, a, a year later, you know, with, 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 with no court order therapy or anything like that, dad feels, oh, yeah, I, I feel completely well within reason to sign, you know, for him to get a half a dozen assault rifles. Yeah. I Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah. I mean, that that thing, just the, the fact that he, and he's, you know, he's, I, I think more recently said that he has no regrets doing that, which is just, oh, my God, that just blows my mind. I don't know, like. Like, I can't even imagine, you know, you know, living with that, right? Where, like, you know, you know, somebody that I, you know, that I had even a tiny, tiny hand in that outcome, right? So, 
that you know that's that that just blows my mind but i mean when, when it comes down to it i don't we're at a point where it's, it's every time this stuff happens it's the same thing right i mean you know somebody blames this is what we have to do and really you know what you know nothing gets done and i'm at a point where you know what Please just stop talking and just do freaking something. Just do anything. Well, I'm and, 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 you know, and, right? and go argument by argument. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, uh, you know the way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah, well, it's, it's, no, this, 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 this. You know what we saw down in Texas? A SWAT team yeah. was afraid to yeah. go in. Yeah. A SWAT team was afraid. The uh, the SWAT team with bulletproof vests, yeah. Kevlar training, all of this stuff was afraid of one person with a gun. And so there, there goes that. This is a parade that had police all over the place, yeah. you know. And it's like it, it. So, so there goes your whole oh, good guy with a gun theory, you know. Of course, and and I love how people are like don't politicize it. It's like, yeah, you know, the kid, like you know, the guy in Buffalo wrote out. I don't want to call it a manifesto. It, it sounds too, you know, right, you know, right. too posh or a piece of shit like that. But he wrote this lengthy racist rant i mean he wrote the n-word on his gun he drove to a black community to do this yeah. this is a heavily jewish community and this kid you know there's pictures all over the net of him wrapped in a trump flag you know it's like and and then of course it's yeah, like so it, it, it's, I, I, what, I, what i'll say is this like you know what the fact that he did all that I, you know in the end i i don't i don't really give a crap I, i'm at a point where i don't really give a crap about the individual some of the individual stuff i just give a crap about you know, actually somebody doing something, you know, passing some kind of a law or some kind of a, you know, measure to actually curtail this. I really don't give a shit. But it's not going to happen. And that's, that's the worst thing is we know nothing because after, after the the shooting in Texas, you know, they decide, oh, we're going to go after better or work for standing up. We're going to go after, um, uh, all right, all right, all right. Who's that actor who who's from the town? Why am I, I blanking? Uh, McConaughey, right? McConaughey, right? McConaughey, they, go, yeah. they, they go after him. And then there was this three yeah. person. There was this three person shot in a shopping mall in in Denmark, and you had so many GOP like senators and Congress people taking a victory lap, saying, "See, you know, mass shootings like they they have strict gun laws." It's like, okay. There hasn't been one there in a decade. There might not be another one in a decade, but before their ink dried on their tweets gloating about the yeah. people dying there, yeah. three people, you know, not 19 yeah. children, three yeah. people. Then you had this, you know, it was a, a week apart, yeah. two weeks apart, you know, it's, and and I don't know, Biff. And then of course, what happened in, in, in your homeland last yeah. night when you have people saying, oh, see, so why don't you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. That awful. Well, I'm, so it's, I, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. So the, obviously, uh, I think people who are by now, uh, former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe assassinated by uh, some guy who, you know, and we don't, un- we, I still haven't really seen a solid kind of motive. I know they're questioning him and they're trying to get to the you know, roots of it. Still, But I still haven't seen a great motive, but it has been, apparently he, it's, it's apparently not political in nature and maybe has to do you know, with a person. Um, so, uh, so, you know, who knows, right? And, we, we, you know, and, you know, obviously our, 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 our good former guest, uh, uh, Professor Cook, you know, asked, you know, well, you know, if it's not political, you know, like, what could it be? And so I'm thinking, and it's a, it's a little extreme comparison, but I would say that maybe there are some, you know, former presidents of this country where people, you know, may, you know, 
irrelevant of any of the poli of politics. Um, maybe they might not like that person for whatever reason. And these, they decide, you know what? I don't like that person because this person is, you know, does these, all these heinous things and decides, you know, so maybe it's along those, you know, veins, you know, along that vein, that's possible, I guess. But yeah, I don't really want to speculate in terms of what their uh, motivation is. But what I will say is this, is so the American coverage of this has been freaking super annoying. And when I say that, I say that as a, you know, as a Japanese nationalist, said, you know what, you know, America, not everything is about you. Okay. What? So, wait, wait. Are you sure? And so, when you start talking about all the, you know, somehow like this has some kind of an impact on the domestic, you know, gun issues and the gun control issues. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't. It's it's complete. It's something else. It's like it's like being annoyed at how long a baseball game is, and you talk about how football games are lengthy. You know what? Two different sports. Okay, they're both lengthy. And they're both lengthy for different reasons, and you know what? I mean, there's, there's just you do, there's, there's nothing to really talk about. The issue really here to me, because as a you know, I don't really think that people are more scared to be you know out and about because a very specific person was targeted for this. I don't think that they think that now random you know yahoos are going to make these homemade guns. And start randomly, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, shooting random people, right? Or, or maybe you know, there's there's some, you know, uh, somebody that's after my money, you know, that's a relative is going to create this homemade gun and randomly shoot. You know, if you're going to do a targeted, you know, uh, murder, they're going to do the, you know, they're going to do the, you know, the usual stuff that they already do, which is whatever, suffocate, run them over with a car, stab them with a knife. You know, that's all going to be the same. I don't wait, wait, hold on. I'm, make, I'm making a list. You you give me some good ideas here. Uh, tell tell so, me about the gun. The gun apparently is uh, a three barrel gun that apparently had like six, um, you know, uh, shots each in it. It is, and it's, and I don't know the details of the mechanism, but apparently, they, uh, not surprisingly, they searched his home and they found um, his computer had a history of, you know. Sites that told you how to make homemade weapons. That's a kind of shock, right? So, so who knows what, you know, what, what this was, uh, how, you know, and what was in there. You know, a lot of, we don't, I don't think I have any, I have not actually seen anything about like specifics in terms of like, he had, he said they had, you know, six, you know, rounds in there. So I don't know what that means, right? I don't know if that, if that means he actually had a, got a hold of actual bullets and stuff six bullets in there. It didn't seem like that would actually happen. I thought it would be more likely that he had some kind of a projectile, like, a, you know, like kind of like a BB kind of a thing, but, you know, bigger. Like uh, in Japan, they have these pachinko balls that's a little bit bigger, maybe stuffed six of those in each barrel. Who knows, right? But so I don't, I, I think a lot of the details are still forthcoming. But yeah, and I, I think ultimately this is really speaks to in terms of, uh, you know, are there, it's really about um, uh, kind of just general security. I think in the same way that a lot of the protests against Supreme Court justices are kind of creating these things about how lawmakers are saying, oh, we need more, you know, we need laws to protect SCOTUS and stuff like that. I think it's really going to impact them along those lines. Like, uh, let's say maybe that means that they have, um, they have laws that uh, allow the government to have surveillance 
surveillance on people who visit these kind of you know anarchy sites from within Japan and you know crap like that. I think that that's really the kind of stuff that's going to happen rather than anything that has to do with firearm control because hey guess what they got that under control uh yeah no it's it's with 3d printing and stuff like that yeah. you know it's the awful stuff's going to happen but but yeah. there's a difference between that guy having access to unlimited amount of uh, yeah. uh of ak-15s with unlimited ammo um, i think and, and, the, and the other thing that's that's different is is that you know mass murders have occurred in japan but because and, and you know what guess what there's other ways of doing mass murders without guns too if if your if your motivation is mass murder uh it's just that you know you, you can't necessarily do it everywhere because there was a huge uh incident where a cult group essentially um uh put a uh, pumped uh sarin gas into a subway you know air ventilation system and you know killed a bunch of people right now that stuff's not going to work, uh, you know, during a you know a parade. Not that there's many parades in Japan, but you know it's not going to work in a parade. So obviously there are some restrictions on that. But still, like you know, there, if people are motivated to do mass killings, there, there's you know, and that's a challenge that law enforcement everywhere has, right? So and and then and then yeah, I mean, how how many murders are on the hands of the crazy 88s? You know, well, well, I mean, but you know, did, did they deserve it? Yeah, no, well, no, they they deserved it, but before yeah. that happened, but anyway. Um, so now that now that hockey's wrapped up, you have more time to watch other things, and it looks like you've been watching the January 6th hearings. Uh no, I refuse to watch that. It's just it's just gonna you know what? I'm I I just can't I can't I can't do it anymore. I can't do any of this anymore. I but saw the highlights, the, I see the highlights just I like saw, I saw brief highlights, but I you know I read some of it. It's kind of easier to read it, I think, than to actually watch it. Watching it is, for some reason, watching it is just a little bit more painful. So I've kind of stayed away from it and just try to get the synopsis from the various outlets and stuff like that. But so, so quickly, you know, uh, uh, what what are your thoughts about? I mean, was there anything that you heard that surprised you in the last couple of weeks, or did it just confirm what you thought? Um, well, I mean, well, so the whole idea that that Trump wanted to go to the Capitol and through a fit, like the, the fact that he didn't understand logically that that would be a really bad idea. That was, I mean, you know, I wasn't expecting that. I mean, obviously having it all kind of laid out, you know, I, I get it. It's kind of in line with who he is and stuff like that. But that, that whole line of stuff, you know, that I think that was the one thing that was a shocker that like, he's just, you know, the, the fact that he's just not, you know, you know, not smart enough to figure out that, yeah, you know what, it's, it's bad. It's like, he does, you know, like to some degree, he should, he probably understands how bad what he's doing is to a point, but he probably feels like, essentially, just like the main people who essentially uh, jumped in there, you know, did, they thought they were going to be in the right historically. And that's why, you know, they were somehow fulfilling some, you know, just cause, right? Obviously that's where the, they're, they're misguided, but, but to the degree to which he was, he just, you know, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, cognitive dissonance, whatever. No, it's, it. and the yeah. fact that he wanted the metal detectors taken away. Yeah. All that, that whole thing is just, you know, I mean, he, he wanted them to come. I mean, even though there's yeah. all these gun laws in DC, yeah. he wanted them to bring all their guns, um, and and then you know the people were saying, oh, that didn't happen. You know, so yeah. some Secret Service people say, you know what? 
that 25-year-old girl put her hand on the Bible for whatever that's worth, took an oath, or, or, or you know what I mean? And, and uh, uh, you know, she was under oath and, and spoke. Why don't you guys come on? I'm, I'm quite sure the January 6th people will make time for you to come in. The networks would love to hear your side of the right. story. Why don't you say whatever you have to say under oath and not under right. Twitter? Yeah. I mean, bottom line is that I, it just amazed me that this was, you know, it was, I just saw it as an extreme version of the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I didn't think that he, he was, you know, I thought that it was one of those deals where he was saying all these things, but like ultimately would have plausible deniability, uh, you know, as they say it in Independence Day. Um, so and it, it really wasn't that like that he was willing to essentially be, you know, front and center on that whole thing. So what, what, what is it? What is the what is the security? What little security they had at the Capitol that day going right. to do if the president wants to come in, you know, and, and here's the other thing. Yeah. Mike Pence knew they were going to kill him. Yeah, Mike Pence knew the the Secret Service was in the fix, and if he got in that car with yeah. them, he's not coming back. Yeah, you, you, you know he's Abe Fagoda and Godfather. You know he's well. He going saw the to, movie. He you know he got that he had the advantage because he saw the movie. So, but he wouldn't get into the car. But yet he's still out there not talking shit and, and is yeah. afraid to cross these people. Yeah. You know, it just makes you want to take your plate of food and do the old Brian Day and throw it against the wall. I didn't order it to go. Okay. You went there. Yeah, guys. You know, yeah, that, 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 that story is just out there for Mr. Taylor. Uh, but, yeah, like I see that you're, you're looking at that as your Halloween costume. <laughs> That's well, yeah. I was, you know, like, is that gonna, is it, isn't that going to be like, you know, are they selling like the basically kind of you're wearing this white sheet with, you know, ketchup stains and, you know, I'm the East Wing Wall or the West Wing Wall or whatever the hell it is, you know, right? Oh, you know, I, I didn't have this as one of my uh, jokes to lead off, but, uh, but, but, but bear with me. Let me see if I can, okay. if I can workshop this. Um, so two rapists walk into SCOTUS as judges because they were appointed, overturn Roe versus Way. Oh wait, that's not really a joke. Wait, that wait, happened. Wait. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so Brett, I like beer Kavanaugh. And is that a pube on your Coke can? Um, you know, husband of insurrectionist Clarence oh, Thomas oh, have have overturned like what the fact that those two guys who have credible, 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 credible allegations substantiated about sexual misconduct have truly in this country. A raper has more control over his victim's life oh, yeah. than she does. Yeah. You, yeah. you rape somebody, you impregnate them, and then you get joint custody of the child, you know, because this person is for, I mean, Biff, and now all these things that people said wouldn't happen, they're trying, they're also, they're already starting to try to get laws on the books in states that regulate a woman's cycle well, that they could track a woman's cycle that they can't get medicine mailed to them and that they can't right. leave the state and go to another state you know well yeah right and i i think i saw that I'm trying, I'm trying to remember which state it was where like some state which only already only has like four you know these you know planned parenthood like you know organizations now have like basically said you know they will not provide services to out-of-state 
you know, visitors and stuff like that. Because like that was Montana. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't think they're, you know, uh, they're protect legally protected. Right. That kind of stuff. And I, and I guess I, uh, I, I guess uh, Biden, I think today mentioned, uh, I guess anecdotally, uh, you know, I have to find out what, what actually happened, but a, a poor 10 year old girl, victim of rape. And she had to oh, go in Ohio. From, yeah. In, in Ohio, Ohio. Right. She had to go from Ohio to Indiana to get her abortion, which is which like, I'm surprised in Indiana hasn't had all these laws because Indiana's Mike Pence's old state. So yeah. Well, yeah a t- a ten, I mean, and, and, and this is, and again, it's been, it's been talked about for a few weeks and you and I are on the right side of this, but, but I'm learning things in real time that I didn't know. There, there, there are some States that have a zero excuse, even, right. even if it yeah. means the mother is going to be at risk of dying now and the Jewish religion and the Muslim cool, religion, right? yeah. it's like you save the mother, right? I mean that's so so wait, now wait, wait 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 did you say the Jewish religion? I did. Jewish, so and you're saying that their the religion says has they, they believe that religion says and so what so what kind of a, a, a religious document do they use? It's oh what is that thing called? What is that thing called? Uh, uh, it's, it's really old. It's really old. Yeah. I, I I give you these Lords 15, 10. Ten Commandments. No, but both in the Quran and in the Old Testament, the mother's life is what is important. Is is what's and honestly, let's face it, it's hey, which is which is kind of ironic, right? Because like you know, in the Old Testament, you know, that was a that was a freaking you know that that was an angry God, right? But but you got to look at it. You got to look at it like this. It's like if we built this car. We can drive this car, but it, it's going to blow up the factory. So we need to not have this one car manufactured so we can keep the baby factory going. That That's yeah, essentially right. why they want to protect the woman, you know, in, in, the, in that case. But what really, I mean, what I, the, the point I'm making is, is yeah. that, like, you know, we have the kinder, gentler Bible, which is the New Testament. And then the people who essentially purport to live by that, those codes are the ones that are like, you know, say, yeah, you know what, you know, the mother might have to die, but you know, that's a sacrifice. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I, I kind of thought that that Jesus guy really didn't work that way, but you know, I'm, you know, obviously I'm not an expert, so, you know, I'm getting I, these things secondhand, but yeah, it, seems ironic. Know, it, it, it's just all the things, I, I, honestly, I, I, I've actually, management has talked to some people, you know, we live, we live in a place where, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out our moving situation, our living situation, but are, if we're going to be here, are we in a position where, yeah, we can host people who need to come to Massachusetts to have a medical, you know, situation, you know, you know, things. Is that, are we going to have to be part? No, I'm, I don't want to say have to. Are we going to become part of an underground railroad? And I don't, well, I'm not diminishing right, yeah. Yeah. the underground railroad and what that meant, but this is the same thing. It's very I would much. Say, so one of the things that I did see that was, I thought was really, really good advice was that, you know, don't just kind of do this, you know, like, you know, you know, there are people who actually do this and they're organized and they have legal uh, you know, right. Uh, Go advice. Ha- Don't be the guy that goes on Twitter and say, "Yo, come to my house," right? Yeah, no, no. That, right? I, that's the that's the one thing. If you look, do it with an organization that is known to know, if you, if you're going to be part of it, you're going to have to get training. You're going to have to get. All oh yeah, you know, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to do oh, any of that. Yeah. But I will. I will. Well, no, you know, I'm saying it for just in general, right? Just yes. a general thing, right? That's I think that's important that 
this is not, you know, hey, yeah, you want to do, it, do it right. Just like during the pandemic, yeah. you know, we volunteered for the very smart people, very organized to yeah. put together yeah. the food drives. I just showed up and they gave me my list of people to take the food to. And I did it. And I was happy to be part of that. Yeah. So this is the same thing. It's like we'll, we'll figure out, you know, how we can help, where we can help. But it's it's one of those things where, yeah, we are on the precipice of, and they said it's five years ago, six years ago. It's like, yeah, we're headed yeah. towards the handmade tales. We're there. But while we're talking religion, there's not all bad religion stories. I mean, look, I don't like organized religion for a lot of reasons, but I don't tell people they can't, yeah. you know, this or that. I don't really understand the whole thing about like communion and all that stuff, but I understand it's a big thing to people. And, um, and a couple people who have been denied the ability to receive the communion. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking, you know, yeah, freaking, yeah, she's kind of somebody flexing it, right? It's like, yeah, right. That, so that, I guess, uh, the Archbishop of uh, of San Francisco, I guess, um, basically denied communion to Nancy Pelosi for her, her essentially pro-life stance. So I guess she uh, kind of went to the boss and got it from the Pope. It's like, okay. I mean, that's a little, that's a flex, right? That's, 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 that's a, that's a pretty A-list flex. That's a yeah. flex. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it's funny because I think, you know, Biden wasn't given communion last year by, right. by, by, and I, I don't know if that guy's been um, demoted or whatever, but it's like, yeah, you know, you, 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 and again, we could go on forever. It's like, wait, you're supposed to preach the word of the people who make the judgments. You're not supposed to be out there making judgment, but I mean, that's what scares me. It's like, just again, while we're talking religion, all the laws in the past couple of weeks where they're like, yeah, the football coach can pray. And it's not that the football coach can't pray after the game. Sure, go ahead. You can kneel down and pray all you want. It's the it's the kind of, you know, the the like you said earlier, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's like, hey, who's ever not over here praying yeah. with me after the game? Good luck getting, you know, on the field yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah. And and I, I do wanna I do wanna make that important distinction between like it's like one of those things where um it's there there are the all of these bad things that are being driven by you know i think you know certain you know certain groups that have you know, that are religiously based which is very different from saying you know you know like you know religion it, you know it's not like i i think there's a this, this whole categorization of religion this kind of thing and it's the same uh, mentality of just because you know there's a lot of right you know racism it's not immediately this you know you know, like white people, this, right. This is, you know, it's, it's the same right. uh, mentality that seems to go out there, you know, in, in the social media and everywhere else. I think it is really important to note that like, I know, obviously I, I have, let's say, you know, you know, LGBTQ plus friends who actually go to church because their church, you know, you know, is accepting, like they may even have like gay pastors and so on. Right. So it's, you know, obviously it's just, you know, it just so happens that, you know, just a, it's some subsets are doing these things and they tend and they're for whatever reason to have a lot of power right now. So, so I'm, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, let's say this, this high school football coach who wasn't fired. Right. He just had, didn't have his contract renewed, right? you, you know, uh, and, and then it gets all the way to the court. But I'm guessing if he was a Brown guy with like middle Eastern descent, who after a football game got out his prayer rug and faced Mecca, I'm quite sure they would have been just as working hard for his rights to, to say his prayers. Correct. You think so? You, well, you, 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 no, but, but I guess does, does, isn't that open it? Isn't, doesn't that open it up 
for them to be able to do that? Well, but, yes, but you know, good luck trying that. Like, you know what I mean? That, I, I'm quite, I mean, I'm quite I, you sure. Know, I, you know, I get it, right? But you know, so you know, it, but, it is. So let, I, I just feel like there's going to be some un, unintended consequences. So we'll see. Let's move on to some happier stuff. Uh, COVID's all done, right? We beat that. Oh, yeah, do we have our big victory oh, celebration? Oh, remember back then when COVID was a thing? Thank goodness that's in the rearview mirror and we don't yeah. have to worry about it anymore yeah. ever. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, that BA5. Apparently, apparently it's like a sneak. Uh, yeah, so you know, call, call it whatever you want. <laughs> that BA5, apparently, real sneaky guy. Just kind of, you know. Just kind of passes through all of that, you know, the the uh, the bodily uh, protection. This is, yeah. Hey, I'm here. It's uh, my 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 mom is she she's tested negative now, but she I, she kind of had a low grade long term COVID thing the last month. Oh, yeah. Hasn't felt good for a month, you know, um, and double boosted and all that stuff. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, part of you know, we had the wrench thrown in because I was planning on being out there in a couple of weeks and we were just texting about that. Yeah. My sons were so excited about coming out to do a week of growling theater yeah. improv classes. Yeah. You know, it was, um, what's the word? Not cheap. <laughs> and, uh, but, but worth it, you know, like the flight out, you know, we got the yeah. place to stay. So it's like, yeah, the flights are expensive and the classes are expensive, but their cousin who's very successful went through the growlings came and saw them act and said, definitely do it. It's worth it. They'll, they'll, they'll be great. They'll have a great time, great experience. So we're like, you know what, let's do it. And then just about two weeks ago, got the email saying, yeah, all classes are canceled, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm like, um, and I wrote back, I'm like, they're both boosted and have their vaccination cards are, you know, can you set up camps for vaccinated boosted kids who are willing to wear masks? And they're like, uh, no. So, <laughs> so, you know, that, that it does. So, you know, my mom's had it. Um, and like I said, she had COVID a year ago and, but she's had both her things. And, you know, my dad, it's weird that he hasn't tested positive for it, but he's had cold like symptoms, like low grade, medium grade cold like systems right. for a month just like she has so you know it's so yeah it's just it's just and you know it's funny because management is over in london now and there's no masks anywhere and so she's like yeah like this know, country <laughs> yeah you we're just asking for it you know it's the new herpes biff it's the new herpes it just won't go away um like crime and so we talked about the horror assassination. It, it, it gave back to the assassination just for a moment. The the um, you know the assassin. Do yeah. we do we know his stance on Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster. I wonder, <laughs> if he, I wonder if he knows who Jodie Foster is. Um, but uh, but but is that the only crime plaguing Japan as we speak? Yeah, you know it's not. But you know what. Ugh. And I don't know what happened to the video, so but you know it, it is yeah you know it's the same kind of stuff you know we talked about enough crime you know you know they had a listen when was the last time the United States had a former leader you know assassinated it's been a while Japan won U.S. nothing in the 21st century oh. all right so we won't talk about the laundromat thief going, going <laughs> no. through the women's underwear. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, which it is, is kind of funny. So, I, you know, the thing that I did write in the thing is that the funniest part was that when they confronted him, you know, when the, when the police confronted him about it, they, 
they literally asked him, you know, have you thought about how the victims would feel about losing their underwear? It's like, what a conversation. Dude, that's, oh, just, just. What a conversation. You know, yeah, it's better than having a conversation. Did you really shoot this person because they put too much mayonnaise on your sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Georgia, right? Yeah, that's right. Dude, when I when I saw that, I I, I mean this. I'm not making light. There, you know, people died. But how often do you have to double check your browser to make sure it's not the onion? Yeah, this, this is why I freaking trip tip all of my you know restaurant people you know a lot because you know what I you guys don't get paid enough. They don't get paid enough for for the the crap that they have to take from the idiots. You know, yeah. You know, and, and Sue, every time we go through the drive-thru and our order gets messed up or they're confused because of the boys, you know, dietary and allergic thing, we got to be careful. And I always say that to the boys. If I have to repeat it three times, it's like, dude, look at the line behind us. Look at the line in front of us. It's like, this is a horrible thing that they have to deal with. Yeah. And it's like, let's, let's, let's not be those guys. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, on, 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 I don't know if we call it like happy news, but uh it's just weird that a 65-year-old case has some late developments. Emmett Till? <sighs> yeah, uh, right. Um, so I guess they found um, an unserved warrant, like in the whatever, in the box, in the basement, in the whatever, somewhere. So, and I guess, uh, so it, I, she was um, basically, I guess, the kind of woman at the center of the original kind of motive for this. And I guess, um, so... I guess they're trying to uh, serve that uh, warrant. I, I guess the woman is still alive, allegedly in uh, South Carolina or something like that. So, kind of a kind of wacky, but yeah. Well, yeah. as you as you said, yeah. like yeah, when 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 they find you know old like you know yeah. you know Auschwitz guards hiding yeah. you know in yeah. the states or wherever they get they get you know yeah you know sent back and 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 yeah. put and, and locked up you know so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just hope there's no like, you know, statue of limitation on like, you know, that that kind of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. How, you know, and obviously that it's one of those deals where like the actual, you know, the uh, district attorney or whoever, somebody, you know, the whomever is in the whatever has jurisdiction has to actually act on it. Right. So, yeah. Um, so I got nothing in, in games really right now. No Joe self-indulgent uh-huh. theater. But uh, but since we last talked, the Avalanche raised the cup. Yeah. And there's been some gr- yeah. great cup stories and videos have come out. What's your favorite? Well, well, wrap up the cup. Tell us, tell us what you thought about like the finals and yeah. I, any know, con- I, I guess what was great about it is like let's you know say what you will about say Montreal and Dallas making the finals, and they're not they're not great teams. Uh, Colorado, Tampa, two great teams and lots of skill. Uh, Tampa was a little bit injured, but, you know, obviously everybody's hurt this type of time of the year. So it is what it is, but just, you know, having just two great teams really go at it is, it, you know, that's, that's what you want in a championship. Right. So, uh, you know, so even though it was only six games, I was hoping it would go seven, but uh, you know, still a great finals run. And obviously the Avs finally ended up being who a lot of people thought they would be, you know, this high end team that is actually good enough to win the cup. So, uh, congratulations to them, and um, and there's some uh, yeah, and a lot, that, lots of funniness. Yeah, have you like uh, my favorite clip since the cup is at the parade, like Bo and Byron, right? No, yeah, right. So go ahead, yeah. Well, you know, you know, kid, and they're babies. 
they were all babies, you know, yeah, tw- 23, yeah. 24, yeah. look, look 18. Yeah. And there's one of these guys who goes over, you know, leaves the float to go over and say hi to some of right. his fans. Yeah. yeah. He turns to go back to the, to yeah. the, to the, pl- and a cop stops him. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Boy, get back Byron. over there. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the fans on the other side have to watch from him. He's part of the parade. He's on the team. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I saw somebody at, at some party raise a cup and just do the fall backwards. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they may have been drunk. It's what? possible. How, do, it's possible. How, how dare uh, you're supposed to say allegedly? Allegedly. You know? said, that's why I said they may have been. That's that's allegedly already. That's built in allegedly. I think what's, what was great was I think it may have been Bo and Byron, the same guy that got detained by the uh, the, uh, the the police. Um, was basically said something about i don't remember what happened the last three or four days which <laughs> oh. <laughs> is a freaking that, you know, that, bless you. you good for good you for right you. like yeah. it, it, for you. fair i mean statistically speaking it's a once in a lifetime thing kid yeah, you know them, but, yeah. and, and you know no, but statistics, it's hard to win it twice yeah you know i mean i mean i'm, I'm quite sure marshawn who won in his rookie year and then went back two more times it's like yeah you know, it, it's it probably won't see it again, especially with the big shakeup here. You know, they blow yeah. out the coach, but they keep the guys who gave him the team. You know what I mean? Yeah, to to I build, mean, the, you know. Well, it's, look, look, you know, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Days, three times, right? I mean, Sidney Crosby, Malkin, Latane. No, 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 look, it can happen. Three times, you know, right? But, so, yeah. So, so yeah. now that the Cubs are over. What I'm saying is that the, this Avs team is that good. No, they're great. I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, the, the the Lightning just won it back to back. The Lightning yeah. went three years yeah. in a row. It could happen. But I'm saying, statistically speaking, sure, it's a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. So yeah. go go blow it out, kid. Yeah. And and let's face it, the next time he wins it, let's say it's in two or three years, he might have a wife and a small kid at home that he can't go on a four day bender. Well, he well he might you know he might actually remember some of those days. The next yeah, time, exactly. Yeah. So what what are you watching these days, Biff? Uh, I watch Unrivaled <laughs> because I can't get enough hockey apparently. So I watch Unrivaled. Great, you know. So this is the uh, kind of the story of the '90s rivalry between Colorado and Detroit uh, that famously famously turned really really ugly, uh, involving one of your favorite players, uh, Claude Lemieux, uh, and. You know, there's a lot, lot to the story, but at the heart of it is essentially two teams that were essentially the best in the league for a, kind of a period of time. It's, it was really those two, and really New Jersey, maybe Dallas for a little bit of time also. But, but like a six, that, seven year window, right? There was a yeah, this where there was these four teams of which two of them hated each other, part you know rooted in on a hit that essentially this you know so Claude Lemieux. Um, uh, Took uh, basically hit um, uh, Chris Draper kind of from behind, just as he as he dumped the puck, threw his face into that that separator thing and just yep. destroyed his face, right? And then so that led to bad blood. And there's a lot of things that kind of sustained it, right? But the fact that Claude Lemieux to this day has not apologized for the incident, right? That probably you know is is one factor, but obviously you know. We're talking about bench clearing brawls on multiple occasions, including the goalies, right? Yo, uh, have there been better goalie fights? I mean, it was, you know what's funny is when Patrick Ross said, I didn't know that fighting was so exhausting. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, because you got to skate half the length of the rink at least to get but to I mean, the, you know, the, all that fighting, obviously, is, you know, 
and those guys are not used to doing it. They don't know really what they're doing, right? So they're probably very bad at it. And the gear that they're that yeah. they're you know those protectors, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. oh no, but that but that's great, you know. And it's funny because people we, we know and love who live for this, like wait, I didn't know that. Wait, I didn't know that. It, well, it, it, those documentaries are just great. Yeah, there's little things that I, I think, you know, I it was mostly like, I don't know that I actually got anything new as, except it's just more like, oh, I had forgotten these little details, right? Because it's been a while, but yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, I forgot about it and I, I was searching the other day. I'm, I'm about wrapping up the docudrama called Pistols about okay. the sex pistols on Hulu. Okay. Uh, so that's a, okay yeah i saw it and it looked like it was a docudrama because i saw must be about the sex pistols but those aren't the sex pistols so and uh dude the guy that they got playing johnny rotten is like oh you poor bastard is that really how you go through life looking like that or did they really make your teeth that fucked up um yeah. it's great so so uh, uh jones you know uh the, the guitarist of the Sex Pistols wrote a memoir like five years ago. So it, it's his words, you know, it's, okay. it, it, yeah. it's his. So, they, and, and they admit it, like they've taken a couple liberties with this and this, sure. like Chrissy Hines is a character in it. She was friends with the band. She was like right. in the scene. Um, it, you know, it's funny, the bass player that kind of got thrown out of the band, you know, subsequently over the last like 40 years, as they've done reunions and festival shows, he comes back and play. I mean, he wrote 10 of the 12 songs on their albums, okay. you know, and he was like, he was the only musician in the band. Like he was the only classically trained, knew what he was doing. You know, Jones was a singer who, who Malcolm, you know, their manager was trying to make the next big thing and he couldn't sing and he, he didn't have any presence and he had stage fright. So he essentially learned guitar in the matter of a couple of weeks, right, you know, right, right, right. enough just to do this. So the drummer, totally, totally, totally underrated drummer from that era. The Sex Pistols oh. drummer, Cook, is fucking awesome. But when you're in a band, it's one of those things. When you have such a personality like Johnny Rotten, you know, and Jonesy and, and Sid Vicious and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's kind of hard, you know, to stand out, you know, but he was a great drummer. The bass player, you know, Glenn was great, um, you know, and, and again, like I said, he's he's uh, he's come back into the fold a number of times like. Uh, but it's great. It's really great. It's really great. It's really great. Um, uh, there's a couple of things I, I won't get in too much into detail, but yeah. there's one there's one Sex Pistols song, you know, uh, uh, um, Oh, well, gosh, I'm, I'm singing in my head, you know, she was a girl from Birmingham. She just had an abortion. She was a case of sanity. Her name was Polly. She lived in a tree. She just, anyway, she was, uh, bodies, bodies. It's the song okay. is called, but it's about a real person who had awful things happen to her. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh man, that's, you know, when they, they dive into it, it's great. It's on Hulu. Um, the other thing, so, so Joe is coming over tomorrow. I've been, I told oh, you yeah. for the last few months, Joe and I are watching more movies together. Also, wait, before we leave the sex pistols. Yeah. I will say I've lost, I lost all respect for Johnny Lydon in the nineties because I saw him in the streets of New York in, uh, in this kind of this, what looked like a, like one of those, you know, Burberry, you know, uh, you know, uh, trench coats carrying a Gucci shopping bag. And I said, yeah, you, you, you fucking sold out, you know, your freaking punk roots. You're not a punk. You're like, you're a rich cranky, you know, cranky old guy. 
you're such a fake. I mean, I told the story. He was my neighbor for seven years in Marina del Rey. And he used oh. to walk around the neighborhood in yeah. Sex pistol swag all the time. And the, and the one time we interacted, he yelled at me and it was so delicious. It was the, it was the best. Like his, his wife is, honestly, she looks like somebody off Venice Beach who, you know, needs to get help and get into a shelter. And she's like, Dutch royalty or something like that. So oh, like he, he married it. Yeah. She's the, the woman's like six, two, six, one, six, two, okay. maybe weighs 90 pounds. Oh, um, uh, but like I said, it's like, I, we were living there for a couple of years before I found out he was our neighbor and like <laughs> literally, you know, that, you know, the old apartment, the loft in yeah. Marina del right, Rey. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, so it was one of those things. It's like, once I, once I knew it was him, and then I saw him all the time type thing, you know, and, oh, it was so great that he's an asshole. Um, but it's great. It's it, the documentary is great. A lot of fun. Uh, so Joe came over last week and I it's one of those things where I love when we watch movies that we both know. I would have loved to watch the movie we watched last week with Joe, me and, and, and Mr. Taylor, because it's one of his favorite movies, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, that's a fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. and because yeah. I say stuff all the time to Joe, it's right. like, you keep thinking, Butch, that's what you're good at. You know, it's I like, mean, you look you look at that cast, right? That's freaking royalty, right? Because you're talking about, obviously, you know, you know Newman and uh, Redford. Uh, you know, I mean, Catherine Ross was, I mean, obviously, I, I, did she just come off of uh, The Graduate? I can't remember which came first. Uh, I, I kind of think, feel like she did The Graduate first. And she did The did Graduate. The, then this, Cloris Leachman, Cloris yeah. Leachman is Paul Newman's, yeah. you know, hooker yeah. girlfriend in it and stuff like that. Oh, dude, it's yeah. just yeah. so quotable. It's yeah. just so fucking quotable. Yeah. Um and so Joe enjoyed it. So now, you know, yeah. so that's great. He's coming over tomorrow. Uh, I, I don't know what we're going to watch. I'm, I'm still I'm still pushing him as hard as I can. I, I mean it. I, I really want to do the Get a Life podcast going episode by episode of our collective favorite show, Chris Elliott. Only lasted two seasons. Oh, my God. Is that a Have great show? Have you guys show. watched, uh, like, Buckaroo Banzai? No. That, that, I don't think that's like either one of uh, like on our list, but I, I don't, okay. you know, but, but, uh, and then what did we watch? I'm surprised. I thought that that would be a kind of film that you would have watched. So. It, well, see, that's okay. That's the fun thing because there's films that I'll bring up or that he'll bring up yeah. that you would assume the other one would have yeah. watched. Yeah. So, so part of this is like watching stuff that we haven't watched together or watching stuff together that we absolutely watched before and love together like yeah. a time before. or hey how have you not seen buckaroo bonsai let's watch that and then and then we ended up watching oh i forget what outlet it is but there's some outlet that has like different streams and it's like the sanford and son channel and it's just a stream right, 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 of right, all yeah. that and yeah. so we, we watched a couple Sanford and Sons. Yeah, there's like I saw I saw I saw that there's a Baywatch channel. So you're like, really? Like people want to watch this shit all day, dude? All That's, day. I mean, Sanford and Son. I that, I get that. That that 100 makes sense. Baywatch. And as soon as Joe put it on, I'm like, I hope it's a Grady episode. I hope it's a Grady episode. And honestly, like a, like a World War II vet coming home on VJ Day when Grady walked through the door, both Joe and I leaped to our feet, and oh, it was great. It was it was great. And we're sitting there. Look. I'm having this podcast talking to you and three people talking about watching Sanford and Sanford show. I understand. I understand how, how much of a loser I am. 
but I'm a, I'm a pretty happy loser. Biff, I'm a pretty happy loser. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. You know, uh, you, you got a parenting tip? Uh, parenting tip. Um, You know what? I will say, you know, hope, you, know you kind of pray. It's not so much a tip as much as, you know, you just kind of pray that your, you know, you know, child ends up being a kind kid. I mean, definitely Grayson is one of the kindest kids I've ever met, right? And so you kind of, you know, wish for that. So uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but, um, you know, um, my son actually has a car now. And it's right around. Yeah, but the thing, the thing about it is, is that um, recently, you know, the wife's car has been acting up and, and, and stuff. And there's something about my, you know, she, you know, she could always take my car. There's something about my car that, you know, she's not really happy with. And, you know, and because she has to drive a longer distance for a commute, she doesn't feel as safe in it and stuff like that. So, you know, my son has been perfectly fine to let mom take his brand new car. You know, not, it's not a new car, but, you know, his car, you know, during, you know, during the week for her commute and him kind of drive my, you know, POS, you know, just, you know, just so that, you know, she doesn't have that. Stress. That's a so, good kid. So, you know, just, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, you have, you know, the, that, you know, that's kind of what you, you know, hope for, right. That they have, they have some kindness in them. Right. So, 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 so your tip is not don't sign consent forms for your child to get five automatic rifles okay well you know what to be to be fair to be fair i have not i have not been put in that position myself so and 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 to start with uh, my son has not you know threatened to kill all of us so um so yeah um yeah i um it's funny when you mentioned my oldest guy grayson is the sweetest i sent you the picture the other day and i'll i'll post it i have two kids i have one kid who just is so empathetic and sweet and funny and smart and gorgeous and i have another kid who's funny as hell he's smart gorgeous and just an asshole he's got a little bit of edge to him he's a he's a hilarious kid though i love both of them but yeah yeah does a dick and and, and it's not like planned they're getting on a ride yeah they're one seat apart on a ride at six flags and you know moms um, i always take pictures of everything we do and send it to her and so the little guys in front and i didn't notice when i took the picture and then i'm looking at it and the one in back the the older sweeter one he's doing the ls uh the um american sign language sign for i love you yeah and the other one is flipping me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other if, one is uh, giving you the uh, New Jersey State bird. If, 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 you know, they say a, a picture says a thousand words, I could, I could go into yeah. deep dive yeah. psych evals of each yeah. of them. Yeah. I would not encapsulate it as good as that one yeah. moment. But my parenting tip is they're, they're, they're as always, they they don't want to do anything. And so even when we were in Chicago, the whole architecture tour thing and go see right. this art installation called The Bean. But I make them do things because physically I still can't. Right. And then they're so happy, like, like listening to their phone calls later with their friends. Oh, then we did this. Oh, and then we did that. Oh, we saw this. You know, they're not smart enough to know what they're going to miss out on. <laughs> so until until they're at the point where you can't yeah. physically put them in a hold and drag them to the car and strap them in, right. yeah, take them to do shit. You know, they will they will have fuller lives later. You know, it's like yep. 
You know that time that Popo took us to stew that stupid boat ride in Chicago? We could have been back in the hotel playing Fortnite another six hours. So, so you know what? Yeah, make them do shit. Uh, Biff, uh, I've missed chatting. Um, This is great. We'll, we'll figure out next week or the week after. We'll figure sideshow. I'm looking at. I was I was cleaning the house the other day. I know you're not supposed to get more stuff, but I found a bunch of cards that I don't know where I got from, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to put them together and bring them to Biff because I don't know if you have Peter Savoda or or Stefan LeBeau or or no, come on, you don't want this Craig McTavish. Don't Are you those. telling me you don't want that Craig don't, McTavish? Don't bring those. All right. All right. I just don't know if, you know, if, if, yeah. it, it, how, Pat, Pat, Pat Verbeek, you don't want the Pat Verbeek. Yeah. Don't Anyways. Yeah, Not that know. anyone was, li- oh, Vincent Danfu. So weren't you the one saying, hey, if you ever come across a Danfus card, uh, no. No. that wasn't you? No. All right. No. Maybe it was Crazy Legs. Biff, uh, I'll, I'm going to let you have the last word. Well, you know, oh boy. Hey, it's has there been a crazier um, two year period of news than the last two years? I mean, obviously, yes. you know, I wasn't around. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe things were pretty crazy in like 1864 and like you know 1776. I'm, I'm guessing that things were pretty crazy back then. But man, just you know, internationally and everything else, holy cow! It's been just, I mean, just one thing after another after another, and gosh. Uh, and I'm guilty as anybody else, you know, that whole doom scrolling stuff just kind of, of like just last night, I kind of ended up doom, doom scrolling. Well, not really. I was just staying up to watch what they would announce on the Japanese uh, news channel about what happened with the whole assassination stuff. But, you know, there's just so much stuff that's going on. And yeah, and I think it's easy to get caught up in it. And, and that stuff just wrecks your mind. And so really, you, you know, you know, nothing important than your health you know, and your health is also your body and mind so you know if you really need to keep your mind healthy uh, don't forget
Yeah. 